and I am the host with a voice that should be not doing a show right now. <laughs> so I got to apologize to all of you for having to endure my voice this week. But, you know, as they say, the show must go on. And so um, I'm happy to be with you. I hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Um, let me introduce myself before we go a step further. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. I'm Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we are a firm that uh, specializes in retirement planning. And uh, so, therefore, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And I've been a certified financial planner professional for the last 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And all of the ideas we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And they are that. We love them and we value them. And uh, Barron's named Dumois, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors, actually for the seventh year in a row. And to hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Hey, well, you know what? I love you back. But without our clients, we would be nowhere. I know that. So all you clients, I love you. I thank you. Um, we have a great show lined up for you. So let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of personal finances. So first of all, um, I'm going to talk with you about one of our core values, which is take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. And uh, I'm talking to those of you who are about to retire or those of you who are retired, okay? Younger people, you can take more risk potentially, but certainly I think if you're within five years of retirement or five years after retirement, that 10-year period, you should take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your goals. And so, therefore, I'm going to talk with you about what I call the 300-foot walk, okay? And the 300-foot walk is a story uh, that I came up with a few years ago that I think illustrates the importance of that, and I think you'll get something out of it. Now, also this week, we're going to talk about how to develop a retirement plan. We're going to go through four steps assuming my voice allows for that. <laughs> we might get through two of them and then stop, right? Uh, but we're going to talk about how to develop a retirement plan. We have four steps to do that, and I'll share those with you. And then also, as we do every week, we're going to talk about how to maximize Social Security benefits, and we're going to answer the questions uh, on that and hopefully help you. And uh, if you have questions with regard to your Social Security, uh, qu uh, how to maximize and stuff like that, then uh, you can email me your questions at ken at rpoa.com. That's ken at rpoa.com. Okay, ken at rpoa.com. And uh, I'll endeavor to answer your questions and uh, hopefully we'll all benefit from it. Now, also, one of the things that is, uh, I guess, foundational to our philosophy of managing our clients' money is that protection of principle is job number one. That's the first thing. Because once you're retired, you don't have years to build it back up again. It's the source of your income if you need it to live on. So protecting your nest egg, protecting what you've built is job number one. Now, one of the counter arguments to that is, you know, and therefore we have a strategy that is essentially, you know, buy, hold, and protect, which means that we sell, we get out of the market when we see, uh, out of equities, when we see risk to our clients. Um, and so we do that. The counter argument to that right now is, well, hey, if you sell and you get out and you sit in a money market fund, you're going to make zero. You're not going to make money. And therefore, that's a bad thing. And I want to debunk that one. I want to tell you why zero is your hero. 
and talk about why it is okay to make zero, even though the market may be rising and you feel like you're missing out. Okay, so we'll talk about why as a retired person or about to retire person, it is very important that you understand that zero can be your hero. Okay, and I did say hero. That word kind of got lost in that. <laughs> so we have a great show. And you know what? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, you know what? If we, just, just, if we did just those things, we've done enough. And most shows would stop right there. But on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about my favorite trust, the Dynasty Trust. Okay, so this is a trust where you can protect your what you leave to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs for potentially a hundred years from divorce, from lawsuits, and from bankruptcy. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Well, actually, Dorothy, it is not because it is true. It is a trust that you can use for that. So, if you are interested in uh, protecting the inheritance that you leave for the aforementioned greedy, unwashed then uh, we'll have that for you at about 10 till. So you may be wondering why my voice is like this. Um, I went to Lexington, Virginia for my uh, youngest daughter's graduation ceremony <coughs> last week, pardon me, and I got something in my throat. So I don't know what this is going to sound to you on the radio, but it sounds awful to me just saying it, okay? I got to tell you. <laughs> so you guys that endure this entire show, thank you. I really appreciate the torture I'm putting you through. Okay, so thank you for that. But it was very... Um, emotional you know my daughter cried a lot saying goodbye to her friends and all of that and uh, it was a very nice ceremony and um, it, it was great and uh, so now I have three college graduates how about that I'm proud of that well let's talk about the 300 foot walk and hopefully I can uh, get through it without losing my voice completely so the 300 foot walk goes like this and I'm going to ask you a question ladies and gentlemen Let's assume for a moment that I have a plank of wood, and this plank of wood is 300 feet long, and it is three feet wide. And I'm going to put it out in the parking lot on the ground, and I'm going to put a $100 bill in the middle of this plank of wood. And I'm going to ask you, dear listener, to get on one end of this plank of wood, walk to the middle, pick up the, the 100, I'm going to put a $100 bill in the middle, you're going to pick up that $100 bill and walk to the other end, and if you make it without stepping to one side or the other of the, of the plank of wood, you get to keep the $100. So the question I have is, how many of you would do that? Yeah, just about everybody. I, in fact, I think 100% would say, is that a trick question? Because, yeah, I would do that. Okay, so the answer is yes. All right, now I'm going to change the scenario. Now I'm going to take that 300-foot plank of wood, three feet wide, and I'm going to put it between the Twin Towers in Kuala Lumpur, the two tallest buildings in the world, 50 stories off the ground, 500 feet up in the air. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that $100 bill in the middle, but this time I'm going to put a rock on it to keep the wind from blowing it off. And my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is if you get on the first on one side, walk to the middle, get the three, the $100 and make it to the other side, you get to keep the $100. Would you do it now? <laughs> I guess the answer is no. Okay, well, how about if I made it $1,000? Would you do it then? No. What about $10,000? No. What about a million? I, bet <laughs> I guess there, you can be bought, right? Is that what you're saying, Jackie? <laughs> 
But the point of that is, what's the difference between the two? I mean, if you think about it, it's the same investment. It's a 300-foot walk. It's the same return on investment. It's $100. The difference is risk. It's 500 feet of downside risk. Now, I'm going to change the scenario up a little bit, and, I'm going to ask, and, and so therefore you wouldn't do it because the risk is too great. And that's our philosophy of managing our clients' money. What we want them to do is take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish their goals. And if we have to put you 500 stories up off the ground to get that $100, we're not going to do it. We're not going to take that kind of risk. Now, as you know, we don't believe that buy and hold is a good philosophy for people who are retired or retiring soon. And the reason why we believe that is because in the scenario I just gave, what I would say is that at a third scenario, suppose I said to you that I could hypnotize you and give you the optical illusion that even though you're 500 stories up off the ground, that you're really in the parking lot and on the ground. Would you now walk across? And the answer is, yeah, you would because you think you're safe. And so you'd walk across. Now, that's the problem, I believe, with people that stay in the market when risk is very high. They are blind to how much risk they're taking, and they think it's okay to stay in because they want the $100. My answer to that is, no, it's not. It's better to stay on the other side, not get on that plank, and accept the fact that you can't have that $100. And that's where I'm going to talk later on about why zero is your hero. You could have had the 100 you got zero. Oh, no, that's terrible. I wish I had the 100. I do, too. I wish you had the 100 as well. But I'm going to tell you why zero is your hero later on in the show. Okay, so the point of that whole conversation is our philosophy is take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. And when the risk is too great, don't play anymore. It's just not worth it. You're risking your retirement, in my opinion. Now, what I want you to do is go to our website. Our website is rpoa.com. Okay, which is Retirement Planners of America, and uh, or rpoa.com, easy to remember. And when you're there, you can uh, we have a webinar that you can watch on our strategy, our philosophy of managing, <coughs> pardon me, uh, your retirement. We also have uh, articles and videos about Social Security, about. Uh, uh, retirement planning in general. And while you're there, if you'd like, you can sign up for one of our seminars. Or if you'd also like, you can sign up to meet with one of our retirement planners. And what we'd love to do is sit down with you and go over your entire uh, financial picture with you and help you to build a plan. And we'll do that at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, fantastic. And if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, there's no charge, there's no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, Bogey is right. It is indeed the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com, rpoa.com, and uh, sign up for a seminar. Sign up to visit with one of our retirement planners. We'd love to help you if we can. Okay, so thank you. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how to develop a retirement plan, four steps that you may want to do. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And one thing that a radio show host does not want to have is a loss of their voice. So, <laughs> so... For those of you who are listening to this entire show, I just want to thank you in advance for enduring this because if it sounds as awful as it feels, this is going to be one tough show for you to listen to. But hopefully the content is so engaging that you will find yourself having to listen to the entire program. Anyway, we are back. I am Ken Morave, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morave. I've been a... 
Thank you, Jack. I've been a certified financial planner professional for the last 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And all of the ideas we talk about on this show, these are the same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And I'm the senior advisor at Retirement Planners of America. And uh, since we specialize in retirement planning, we work primarily with people that are over 50 who are retired or retiring soon. So if that's you, we would love to meet you. Our website is rpoa.com, uh, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And we have all kinds of information on there that I think you'll like. Um, and uh, in 2015, Forbes named our financial advisory firm uh, one of the top 100 wealth managers. And we're very proud of that distinction. But without our clients, we'd be nowhere. So thank you, thank you, thank you, all you clients. So we're going to talk now about how to develop a retirement plan. Okay, so four steps to do that. We're going to go over with you right now. So step number one is visualize your plan. Okay, what are your dreams? What are your goals? Okay, so don't start with money. Start with dreams. Okay, so do you want to travel? Do you want to play golf? Do you want to spend time with your grandchildren? You know, think about your dreams and don't put any dollars on, on them at this point. Because one of the things that, can, that you can, if you start putting money on it, it, it causes you to start thinking, well, I can't afford that or, you know, this and that. And it, it causes you not to properly visualize. So the first step is think about just without constraints, what would you like to do? Because there is always, you know, where there's a, where, where there's a will, there's a way, in my opinion. And, you know, so for example, um, if you said, well, I want to go travel to Europe, but in your mind, you're thinking, I can't afford that. And so, therefore, you don't make that a goal. Well, you know, if that is something you want to do, there are ways. You know, I mean, when, when, once you retire, you can travel whenever you want to, right? So you can go in the off-season. You can travel when there are, uh, you know, when the airlines have special deals, you know, and you can find airline tickets to Europe that are 300 bucks if, you, if you're willing to travel at weird hours on off-season. So you can get her done, as they say in Texas. But the important thing is, that you have to visualize it first without putting dollars on it. So think about all the things you'd like to do. Then number two is clarify that vision, okay? So write down each item, put, and now start putting dollars on it, okay, for each goal and when you want it to happen. So when do you want to do these things? You know, a, a goal is a dream with a deadline, <laughs> right? So have your dream and then have a deadline for it. When, if you want to travel to Europe, in the example I'm using, by when? You know, you got to think about that because at some point, it's a fact, you may become too old, you know, to be able to fully enjoy it like you want to. So start thinking about that. Then the next step is to rank them in the order of priority to you and to your family. Okay, so maybe you came up with 10 things. Now rank those. Rank them in the order that's important to you. Is, is Europe number one? Uh, you know, I met a couple. They said that their goal was to play golf at the nicest golf course in every state in the union. And so <clears throat> they, they bought an RV and that's what they did. And it took them three years. They went to every state and they played golf and they got a golf ball from all these golf courses and they had a big plaque and they put all the golf balls there. And it was funny as I was talking to him and he goes, you know, when I die, my kids are gonna throw this thing in the trash. <laughs> He said, this plaque with all the golf balls, nobody cares about it except me. But he puts it up on his wall, you know, and, and they, they sold their RV and they, they bought a house. And he has it on the wall and he says, you know, when people come over, he tells them the stories of this golf course and that golf course. And he's got the whole story behind it. But that had to start with, what's your vision? 
that have to next be, that's the high priority. They decided that was a very high priority for them. And the next thing is, how much is it going to cost? And how do we make it happen? Okay. And then the, the last step, the, fourth, the, uh, the next step is to look at your resources that you're going to need to meet those goals. So what is the total value of all of your investments? How much do you have? And then how much can you contribute each month or year towards those goals? So I don't know. Let's say the goal is to buy a lake house. Well, you, maybe you need to start saving for that. So we need to develop a plan to get you there. So the next thing is that you want to understand how far in terms of how much money you have now you are from achieving, from being able to satisfy all those goals that you now have. And if you have the money for it, then good on you. Okay, you're there. But it may be that you don't. So now we have a goal. We, have a, we, have, we know what you want. We know what it's going to cost. We know how much money you have. So the next thing is to say, okay, let's build a plan to get you there, to bridge that gap. And if you're about to retire, it may require you to work another year to save up the money to do that. Or, you know, you work part-time while you're retired. All those things are part of the planning process that we want to do with our clients and, and hopefully if, if we were to work together with you. And then the last step, of course, is work the plan. <laughs> okay? A plan isn't worth the paper it's written on or the disk that it's – what is it called? That you put it on your hard drive that you put it on? It's not worth that. It's not worth anything unless you work it. Okay? So one of the things that we like to tell our clients is that we want to facilitate your dreams. We want you to have – we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. So we want you to enjoy and go play and all that. We want to facilitate. We want to make that happen for you if it's possible. And so then it's it's – <clears throat> then implementing the plan and making sure that you're on track with it and that you're, that you're doing all the things that, that you need to do. So that's all part and parcel of building your retirement plan, okay? And uh, we would love to help you to do that. And so you have lots of options. They start at our website. And, of course, our firm is called Retirement Planners of America, RPOA. And so our website is rpoa.com. Okay, rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. You can sit down with one of our retirement planners, and they can help you to crystallize your vision and help you to build that plan. Or you can go to one of our seminars, or you can just browse our website. We have all kinds of videos and articles and podcasts that can help you with all the retirement planning stuff that we can think of that will help you to, to be educated and uh, forward thinking. Now, if you decide to go to one of our seminars, i got to tell you something. Make sure you bring an appetite with you because at the seminar, we will have our now world-famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies waiting for you. Wow! Yeah, and these cookies are one inch thick, six inches in diameter. These are a meal in and of themselves, okay? So you need to be hungry when you come. And uh, the chocolate chunk cookies are made with real chocolate, not chips, okay? So they'll, they form their own shape. They don't, we don't make them with, with chips that are made out of wax. Those are gross. And you'll get real chocolate. You'll learn about your finances. So go to our seminar, visit with a planner, do it, take advantage of our offerings, and we'd love to be able to help you if we can. So rpoa.com, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to maximize Social Security benefits, and we're going to answer some questions on that. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Yes, and this is the bonanza of the airwaves, and I am the host pardon me, with the voice that is going away. <laughs> I am so grateful to you for listening to this show. Uh, 
I don't know what it sounds like on your end, but it feels awful coming out of this end. I can tell you that. Anyway, we are back. I am Ken Rafe. I am the host. I've been a certified financial planner professional for the last 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And all of the ideas we talk about on the show, these are the same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And I am Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America. And so our clients are primarily people who are retired or retiring soon. So if that's you, this show is designed for you. Our practice, everything we do is designed for you as well. And Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 registered investment advisors, actually for the third time this year. So we're very proud of that. We couldn't have done it without our clients, so we give all the thanks to them. So all you clients, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we're going to talk now about Social Security. It's probably the most talked about topic that we have with our clients. And uh, one of the things that I encourage you to do, if you'd like, is to send me your questions. Um, you can send me my email address is ken at rpoa.com, ken at rpoa.com. And uh, I'll endeavor to answer your questions. So I've got a couple of questions we're going to go over this week. So this one comes from Jim. And uh, Jim is 61. And when he is uh, his retirement age at age 66, he says that he will get $2,350 from Social Security. Okay, so at age 66, that's what he's got. His wife, B, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, B-E-A, B, uh, is 62. And uh, at 66, she will get $800 a month. Okay, so he's 61, she's 62. At his age, 66, 2350 At her age, 66, $800. So she did not turn 62 until 2016, Okay, she filed then, and she doesn't work. So she started collecting at, uh, at age 62. So he, Jim, is planning on filing for his Social Security at age 66. And B will still be entitled to her spousal half of his. Is that correct is the question. So, and it doesn't really matter that neither one of them is 62 by the end of last year. So the question he's asking here, Jim is asking is, she started collecting at 62. He's going to collect at 66. Can she collect half of his when she turns 66? The answer is yes, but not exactly. Okay, so she can file, Jim, on yours, and she'll get a higher benefit than the $800 that she would have gotten. But because she started at 62, she won't get half of yours. She'll get little under half of yours, okay, because it's reduced by the fact that she started when she was 62. If she waited till she was 66 to collect, then she would get half of yours. But because she started already, she'll still be able to step up to a higher benefit, almost half of yours, but not quite. Do we have time for another? I think we do. So uh, this one is, uh, I'm 63 and I'm retired. And uh, at my normal retirement age, uh, in three years, I will get $2,597. Nice. Uh, my wife is 52. Ah, so you robbed the cradle. <laughs> is that a, I can't say that? Okay, I did. Yeah, sorry. So she's not paid into Social Security, uh, and we want to use the spousal benefit for her. What is the best strategy that we should use? Well, in my opinion, um, what you should do is you should file for your benefit at age 70, so that you can maximize your benefit over your joint lifetime because she's younger than you are so likely is that you're going to die first and she'll be able to get a much higher she'll get she'll get your benefit or hers upon your death 
And since she's younger than you, you probably she's probably going to survive you, so you need to think about that. Now, when you file, she will become eligible to get that benefit as soon as she turns 62, so 10 years from now. However, she may want to wait till she's 66 because what I said to uh, Jim in the earlier question, she can get half of yours at age 67 uh, rather than the reduced benefit at age 62. The point of all this, ladies and gentlemen, is that Social Security is very complicated and there are lots of different options, and you need to do it properly because potentially you could leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table if you don't do it the right way. So I encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com, rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can click on Meet with an Advisor, and one of our retirement planners would be happy to sit down with you and go over your retirement plan, of which Social Security is a large part, but we also want to look at your 401K, your investments, your income, your taxes, your estate planning, just the whole global picture of your retirement plan. And we want to help you with that if we can. Now, you can do that, and there's no charge or obligation by going to our website. Once again, it's rpoa.com. And uh, click on Meet with an Advisor, and we'll call you to schedule a time that's mutually convenient, and we'd look forward to meeting with you. Now, if you want to go to one of our seminars, we also and, and on the website, you can sign up to watch our webinar or you can go to one of our seminars. We have resources available to you. If you are retired or retiring soon, we'd love to be able to meet with you and help you and and see if uh, you can benefit from that. So our website is rpoa.com, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about why zero could be your hero when it comes to your retirement. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And uh, I am the host with the voice that is going away. So I'm hoping I can make it through this entire show. Uh, so thank you for putting up with uh, what must sound awful to you. Hopefully the content of the show will override so so much the uh the, the granularity of my voice that you'll stay tuned and listen to the entire show. So thank you for tuning in. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and uh, I'm the I'm a senior advisor at uh, Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that that uh, specializes in retirement planning. So we were primarily with people who are over fifty, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that's you, this show is designed for you, and I hope you're enjoying it. And actually, for the third time uh, this year, um, not third time this year, but for the third time, (laughs) um, uh, Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 registered investment advisors. And we are very proud of that designation. Financial Times is is something that I read quite frequently. And um, without our clients, we would be nowhere. So forgive me, folks. My voice is like killing me. But you know what? The show must go on, and we play hurt on this show. So, so, <laughs> but uh, we, we have our clients to thank for that. So all you clients listening, we, have, we appreciate you very, very much. All right, let's talk about um, the, since we are a firm that uh, specializes in retirement planning, our goal for our clients is for their money to last as long as they do, okay? We want you to have money when you are really, really old to support your lifestyle. And so to do that, we believe that protection of principle is a very, very important part of that equation. Meaning that if you lose large amounts of your money in a bear market or a, or a down market, 
that it'll severely impact your ability to support the lifestyle that you want. It'll severely uh, detrimentally impact your ability to retire when you want. And so we believe that protecting against those kinds of things is very important. And so we have a strategy that is, that's not buy and hold. And, and buy and hold says, you know, you buy a diversified portfolio of quality investments, you rebalance them periodically, and your job is done. Well, we believe that that's an incomplete job, okay? You've got two of the three, diversification and rebalancing, very important. But the third leg of that stool is we also believe you should have a sell strategy, a protect your principal strategy. Now, one of the arguments against our philosophy, and by the way, our strategy said to sell in November of 2007. And so those who followed our advice were out of the stock market, out of equities for all of 2008 and half of 2009. Um, and so didn't experience the big losses that were uh, dished out by the markets during the credit crisis and all of that. So we want to protect you from that if we can. Now, one of the arguments for buy and hold against what we say that I've heard is, hey, if you sell and you get out, you're going to sit in a money market fund, and what's going to happen is you're not going to make any money. You know, you're going to make zero. Well, make a little more than zero right now, but back in 2008, that's how much money markets were paying pretty much was zero. So the argument was, hey, you shouldn't make zero because zero is, is terrible. You want to make money. And I want to discuss with you why if you are retired or retiring soon, zero can be your hero. So the example I'll give you is that let's say you could wave a magic wand and you could make it to where you're going to make zero for the rest of your life. You're, never, you're not going to lose or make money. You're going to make zero forever, okay? Now, if you do what we prescribe to clients, which is to take out 4% of your investments or less. So let's say you have $100 and you take out 4%. That would be $4. How many times can you take out $4 before you run out of money? The answer is 25 times, 25 so basically, if you made zero for the rest of your life and you took out 4% every year, your money would last you 25 years. Now, let's say that you're 60 or 65. Your money is going to last you till you're 85 or 90. Okay? Not so bad. But we're also assuming that for the next 25 years, you're never going to have an up year and you're never going to make more than zero. Say that I think that's a pretty unlikely event. So it's possible that maybe one of the years in the next 25 years before you're 90, you actually do better than that. And if that's the case, it might prolong how long your money will last you beyond, you know, age 85 or 90. So zero is not your enemy. Zero can be your hero. And, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin once said that a penny saved is a penny earned. So if you sell and make zero and the S&P, as it did in 2008, drops by 57%, then in my view, guess what you just made? 57% because that was what you saved from losing. So you got to look at both ways. And because our clients are primarily people who are over 50 and who are looking at their retirement, protecting against large losses, in our view, is extremely important. And so our strategy, therefore, is designed to help us to do that. Now, if you are over 50 and you are looking at retirement, you, you know, the, the five years before you retire and the five years after you retire, that 10-year period, we believe, is the most important period of your entire financial life. If you take a large loss during that time, it could cause you to have to delay your retirement. You may have to delay it for years. Or it could cause you to have to unretire. 
And if you unretire, you have to be lucky enough to have a skill that people still want to hire, <laughs> which isn't a foregone conclusion. Or you may have to reduce your standard of living during your retirement if you can't get a job to supplement the losses that you've experienced. Don't even think about it, cowboy. Wow. That was a clear voice, a lot different than mine. <laughs> Boy, Tom Hanks sounds way better than me. <laughs> In case you didn't know, that that was what, right? That's from Toy Story, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, uh, so zero can be your hero is the point of this conversation. Now, if you're 30 or 20, that whole conversation I just have does not apply to you. Okay, zero is not your friend because you've got years to come to recover and to be and grow and all that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you if you're within five years of retirement or five years after. So if that's you, subjecting yourself to large losses, I think, is a recipe for disaster. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com, rpoa.com. And while you're there, we have videos on our strategy, we have podcasts, we have articles that have to do with retirement planning. And we talk about social security, we talk about your 401k diversification, um, we talk about a ton of stuff that I think would be of great benefit to you. And while you're there, if you'd like, you can uh, sign up to watch one of our uh, webinars, or you can sign up to go to one of our seminars, or you can meet with, you can sign up to meet with one of our retirement planners. If you meet with a retirement planner, in fact, everything on our website, all of the things we offer you are at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, that is fantastic. And if we can't, you know what? That's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. And Frankie, you are welcome. So, rpoa.com, uh, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. <laughs> And uh, this week, I am uh, playing Hurt, ladies and gentlemen. In case you haven't noticed, my voice is about to go. And I'm hoping it'll last all the way through the end of the show. And we're almost there. So you guys have endured my voice this whole show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I am your host, uh, Ken Morafe. I've been a certified financial planner professional for the last 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And they have been that. And all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the same ideas we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And I am Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America. And so our clients are primarily people who are retired or retiring soon. And so if that is you, we would love to meet with you and see if we can help you. Um, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors for the seventh year in a row now. And, uh, you know, that would not have happened without our clients. So all you clients, I love you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. Yes, and one of the most important things in life is to have happy squirts. You know, unhappy squirts are not good. So uh, we talk about how to, how to pass it on to them. And this week, I want to talk with you about my favorite trust of all. And for those of you who are longtime listeners, you already know what it is, right? It's the Dynasty Trust, and it's a trust that can protect the inheritance that you leave behind uh, from lawsuits and divorce and liability for potentially 100 years. But before we do that, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care my pocket may be empty 
I'd be a millionaire. And of course, that is Tony Bennett, who sounds way clearer than I do. <laughs> and actually, you know, it's amazing. For his age that he is now, he still can sing almost like he did when he was a kid. It's truly- Stop whining. I'm not whining. I'm, I'm complimenting Tony Bennett. That wasn't whining. <laughs> but actually, I am whining. My voice, if you guys knew, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know if you remember Cat Baloo, that TV, that movie years ago with Lee Marvin and uh, Jane Fonda. And he was like super drunk and his eyes were red. And she goes, man, your eyes are red. And he responded, well, you ought to see them from this side. <laughs> and that's how I feel. My voice may sound awful to you, but you have no idea what it's what it feels like on this side. But anyway, we play hurt on this show, as we say, and we are back. So I'm glad you're with us. Um, and so we're going to talk about the Dynasty Trust, which is my favorite trust, actually. So let me set the stage. Um, the Dynasty Trust is the vehicle. I guess it's the container that receives the inheritance from you. So it is a testamentary trust, meaning it happens after your death, although you can fund it while you're living if you wish, but most of the time it, it comes into being once you pass. Now, once the money goes into the trust, it, it, it goes into the trust after taxes. So it does not save estate taxes and all that on the way in. Other strategies have to do that for you. But once it gets into the trust, now the trust is protected for potentially 100 years from lawsuits, divorce, and liability. So why, do I, why does it do that? That would have been impressive. Well, it is impressive. Actually, the reason it does that is because let's say that your daughter um, runs into the back end of a doctor, uh, a surgeon, and br- he breaks his wrist, and now he can't practice ever again for the rest of his life. Well, he sues and he wins a $20 million judgment. Well, the problem this doctor has is that he's suing your daughter and not the trust. The trust wasn't driving the car. The trust didn't do anything to him. So therefore, there's no way that he can access what's in the trust as in part of his lawsuit. And that same thinking applies if your daughter or son gets divorced. Okay, The divorce is not with the trust. It's with your child. So therefore, what's in the trust cannot be accessed. And your child can say to their ex-husband or wife, hey, had we stayed married, you could have helped me spend the money in the trust, but sorry. (laughs) Okay? And then the other, of course, is for the same reason it's liability. If your child ever gets uh, bankrupt or sued or whatever it may be, it's the same thing. The trust is is separate and, and distinct from your child. Now, your child has access to the money. You can name them as trustee. So they're not losing access. So it's a terrific vehicle, I think, that you should consider as part of your estate planning. Now, If you would like to consider your estate planning, part of what we do with our clients, one of the things that we do is is help them with their estate planning. We're not attorneys, obviously, so we don't do the actual legal work and we don't give the full advice, but we can help you with the planning stages of your estate planning, but also your income taxes and also your social security planning, your income planning. And uh, your retirement planning, all those kind of things are part are all put together what we do. And uh, as I said, our firm is Retirement Planners of America. And we'd love to meet you if you are over 50 and you're about to retire or you're already retired and you'd like to talk to somebody to help you with all the decisions that you need to make and to help you to guide your way through your retirement. We'd love to do that with you if we can. And so our website is rpoa.com, rpoa.com. And when you're there, you have videos, you have podcasts, you have articles. We have all kinds of information there. 
Uh, and while you're there, you can also click on meet with an advisor and one of our retirement planners will sit down with you and do all of the above with you. Or you can go to one of our seminars. We have them listed on there that you can sign up for one. Or you can watch our webinar on retirement planning and we can hopefully help you with that as well. So regardless of all of the above, you can do that. At the seminar, we'll also talk about uh, do you have enough money to retire on? We call it your magic number. Uh, we'll talk about what are five strategies you can use to reduce your income taxes. Uh, I think that would be of benefit to somebody. Certainly, I would like to know that. Oh, wait, I already do. <laughs> we'll talk about when should you take Social Security benefits, 62, 66, 70. What's best for you? How do you apply for it with your spouse if you're married? So we have all kinds of strategies and ideas and, and things that we want to talk with you about. And then you can find them all at our website, which is rpoa.com, rpoa.com. So, Wow. You know what? Normally I say this show's gone by faster and it's amazing how quickly it's gone. Let me tell you, folks, it was hard work to do this for you, but I hope you've enjoyed it as much more than I enjoyed doing it for you. Okay, so we'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye bye, everybody. Of course not. It's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morave or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.